Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Fight Sites Combat Sports News Recap. I'm Iggy, and today we're going to go over some of the news that happened during the week, or at least those we deem substantially interesting to take note of. Do a short recap of uh, last week's event, and as well as preview the upcoming pay-per-view and uh, touch upon some of the fights that had been announced over the last few days. Right, let's get it on. UFC on ESPN 21, Holland versus uh, Brunson versus Holland took place last weekend, characterized by a surprisingly large amount of knockouts with uh, no submission victories and a couple of decisions. Max Griffin, Adrian Yanez, Grant Dawson and Bruno Gustavo da Silva were awarded performance of the night bonuses for their knockout victories over Song Kanan, Gustavo Lopez, Leandro Santos and JP Baez respectively. Montel Jackson, the bantamweight with heavyweight-sized hands, uh, knocked out Jesse Strader, who came in at 137.5 pounds, missing weight by 1.5 pounds over the bantamweight non-title limit, and Taito Ivasa knocked out Harry Hunsucker, who came in as a late-notice replacement for Dante Omaze, who had had to be replaced for undisclosed reasons. Middleweight Trevin Giles, unanimous decision from Delizze, Macy Chasson, or Chiason, I honestly can't quite recall, defeated Marion Renault, and Montserrat Conejo won her bout with Cheyenne Baez by unanimous decision as well. And uh, naturally, Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland was, was the main event that headlined UFC on ESPN 21, featuring the perennial middleweight contender Derek Brunson and the perennial divisional uh, wacky meme man Kevin Holland it happened uh, uh, it headlined the event Derek Bronson won the fight by unanimous decision and Kevin Holland spent 25 minutes uh, talking to Habib who was also present <laughs> uh, check out our Patreon to listen to Sriram's alternate commentary for the fight if you want a good laugh and uh, wish to see Sriram's handsome, handsome face. It's only three bucks to sign up, which also gives you access to most of the stuff we've done over the years. Free audio versions are also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but honestly, I'd prefer I'd prefer to see, to see Sriram's face for 40 minutes rather than this fight again, rather than 25 minutes of this happening. Like, moving on. Uh, I mean, overall, not a bad card, strictly speaking, but nothing that will blow your socks off, I suppose. Most of the finishes owe themselves to the fighters' defensive deficiencies, as is, as it is, as it often is. Others to bad fight IQ. Uh, I mean, uh, moving on. In uh, recent news, uh, Chattery Sichadong had uh, recently announced that BJJ's premier golden boy, Golden Ryan has signed with one for both grappling and MMA bouts. Uh, I suppose, if anything, Golden Ryan's recent act antics uh, have shown that he's ready for the latter. Look at the way he viciously bitch-slapped Andre Galvao in the hallway after his match. I mean, one couldn't help themselves, and in their announcement, they proclaimed Golden Ryan was the greatest uh, BJJ grappler of all time because everyone who signs with one is the greatest of all time and whatever it is they do, even if they've already signed another greatest of all time from that sport already. Hamza Chimaev hinted at the 
possible return on his social media, remaining cryptic as always. Previously, he posted some alarming photos of uh, what seemed to be a sink stained with his own blood, and his manager hinted at Hamzat's poor health, a result of a particularly grueling bout with COVID. Whether he's actually ready to return to MMA is yet to be seen, but if anything, regardless of how you feel about Hamzat as a person, his current situation is just another one of those reminders how the UFC brass should probably take COVID more seriously. With many bouts having been postponed or cancelled due to fighters testing positive, uh, I mean, fighters are already putting their bodies under massive amounts of stress, and the idea that they are somehow immune to it because they're tough is just playing wrong. Case in point, Alexander Volkanovsky is off UFC 260 due to a positive COVID test. Volkanovsky was supposed to uh, face Brian Ortega in the co-main, but a week before the event, he had to pull out. According to a post on his social media, Volkanovsky tested negative before leaving Australia, negative before entering the UFC bubble, and positive once he was in. Which raises further questions about uh, the UFC safety protocols, uh, with Volkanovsky's mom raging about it on her own Instagram account, with some classy fans saying that she must be tripping for suggesting that the UFC would somehow fail in their duty to ensure their fighters' safety, something that they've already done many times over with uh, like with many fighters having having been taken off their uh, upcoming bouts precisely because of either covid protocols or failing uh, covid tests uh, here's hoping volkanovsky one of the pound for pound best fighters currently on the ufc roster maybe maybe ever won't have to face the same complications chumayev had to face because that would just be tragic Volkanovski, uh, and um, on that topic, Volkanovski's teammate Shane Young also had to pull out of his fight against Omar Morales due to quote-unquote COVID protocols, which is the wording that's been used uh, many times already, particularly, for example, uh, when uh, they use the same wording when uh, the bouts between Brad Riddell and Gregor Gillespie got scrapped the day of uh, last week's event. In any case, this leaves us with the UFC 260 down the co-main with Tyron Woodley and versus Vicente Luque, Luque, or Vicente Luque, I'm sorry, filling the spot. A few days Luque went out. A few days ago, Luque went, went out of his way to state that uh, Tyron Woodley remains a dangerous opponent, despite what many people are saying about him losing what is it, uh, 15 straight rounds in a row. A nice gesture, if anything, quite in character for Luque. Uh, to remain complimentary of his opponent, especially with so many competitors opting to emulate McGregor and call his opponent a bum. Speaking of which, McGregor is uh, in one of his moods again, and in one of his latest tweets he disparaged Khabib Nurmagomedov's finishing ability, stating that the majority of Khabib's victories came by decision, which uh, naturally begs the question of how how come he got knocked out, knocked down by Khabib in uh, their fight? A particularly funny leap of logic, one that is not necessarily true, but still incredibly amusing, is that Khabib cracked Connor's chin, <laughs> which is why Dustin Poirier was able to knock him out. I mean, it's probably not true, but it's still funny to think about. Back to UFC 260. A rematch between Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou is thankfully still intact. 
the fight site's very own Ju- Julian Lung has, has uh, recently recorded a fairly ex- extensive pre-fight breakdown, which I highly recommend you check out uh, on our main channel. In a nutshell, Stipe is pushing 40 and visibly slowing down after a grueling trilogy with Daniel Cormier where Stipe had to absorb, frankly, absurd amount of damage. And uh, while after a hiccup, after a hiccup or two, Ngannou seemingly, seemingly went back to what made him so feared in the, fo- in the first place. That is, bonking. To paraphrase Jules, this is exactly the same fight as the first fight, uh, except uh, Stipe is older and slower now, possibly less durable, while Francis is essentially the same fighter, except maybe even more aggressive than before, or at least he certainly seemed that way against Rosenstrike, where he just he spent the first minute of the fight kind of just being well not even a minute the first few seconds of the fight just kind of standing around and then he just basically ran at Rosenstrike but uh, I'm, in any case if Stipe manages to pull this off I, I'd say he'll have without a doubt cemented his status as one of the greatest ever other bounce are as follows Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida Gillian or Gillian Robertson versus Miranda Maverick Jamie Malarkey versus Hammer Worthy. Featured prelim is uh, William Knight versus Alfonso Menefield. Other and uh, other bouts on the prelims are Jessica Penn or Penny versus Hannah Goldie. Jared Gooden versus Abubakar Nurmagomedov. And uh, Modeska's Bu- Bukowskas. Modesto's Bukowskas, the man with a universe in his eyes. If you check out his topology page and. Uh, Mikhail Alexeychuk, the man whose Wikipedia page has a mirrored image of his face instead of a normal one, the one where the one where both sides of his face have been had been made symmetrical for whatever reason. I, I highly recommend you check it out. It looks very funny. And then the early prelims on Fight Pass only have uh, Mark Andre Barrio versus uh, Abu Azaita, who has apparently been signed. Who has um, well, apparently has been signed back with the UFC after his escapade with his brother, where he tried to sneak in some of his buddies within the UFC bubble. Uh, supposedly, some political pressure had been applied to get him and his brother back on the roster, uh, which uh, which is something that uh, I, su- I think um, Karim Zidam may have uh, re- written something about this, but uh, can't uh, can't rightly say right now. Can't exactly say right now with any degree of uh, surety. Anyway, uh, notable announcements. Apparently, Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor is a sure thing now, scheduled to headline UFC 264 on July 10. Charles Oliveira, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler is also a thing scheduled to headline UFC 262, thus leaving Justin Gaethje with nothing to do for the time being. Uh, with Justin Gaethje expressing his bewilderment on Twitter the other day, saying that he was. Uh, apparently in the middle of a full camp uh, in the middle of a full-blown preparation to face uh, Michael Chandler and here we are and uh, Ryan Hall will finally fight a guy in Ilya Tapuria on UFC 264 the same card that is uh, the card that is headlined by um, uh, Poria McGregor and uh, maybe after this people, people will stop insisting that everyone is ducking Hall but who knows, it may just get postponed or can due to COVID. July is still a ways off. In fact, 
anything can happen to any of these fights. So honestly, I do the same I've been doing for this whole year. That is, until these fighters are actually in the cage facing each other and getting punched in the face by each other, I don't believe this is happening. Well, I suppose that's it for today, folks. Check out our website for analytical content and written breakdowns. Subscribe to our Patreon to get things like Ed Gallo's five past career retrospective of, of uh, George St. Pierre, alternate commentary tracks, and uh, exclusive breakdowns of various fighters requested by our patrons. All of this becomes available for as little as three bucks per month, and for five dollars, you gain access to our Discord where you can talk to like-minded fight fans and join a tightly knit community of fellow fans of the sport. Check out our main YouTube channel for fight breakdowns, shorts, and pre-fight panel discussions with a panel on Miocic vs. Ngannou 2 coming up next. Peace. <laughs>